It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, Tyvis Powell, Jason Lloyd. Plus, you're loving him, Mikey McNuggets. And so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show starts now. Booyah! 50 hours and counting to Browns Jags in what mathematically is the biggest game of the year so far. We'll explain that. Welcome to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. 90 minutes today on the YouTube channel. Until next week, Jay. At 12th. So far, I said. Yeah. yeah so far. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then they all yeah. get bigger, man. Yeah. They all get bigger. And there's kind of a way of calculating that, and we'll talk about that. Mm. Uh, the, whole, the gang's all here. You're back from the winter meetings. I'm back. G. Bush is back. How's your throat? Hey, this is a nice ensemble right here. Did mom do that? Uh, Yeah, she had this ready to go. Kudos to mom. By the way, stop playing with me before we get to anything. Before we get to anything, by the way, Jay, if you thought I was just sat at home chilling. No, no. You never chill. Santa's always working. And today the barbershop returns to to, to UCSS. And if you watch, I'm giving five of these away. Uh Uh-oh. Ah, Christmas is coming. Come on, TJ Watt. Stop playing around with me. King of the North, Grinch t-shirts, <laughs> ready to go. By the way, look, you zoom in on that. If you look at the polls, it's telling you, hey, the Ratbirds is right here. Look at that. Pittsburgh Squealers, <laughs> 3,000 miles that way. Baltimore Ratbirds, 3,000 miles that way. And the Cincinnati Bungles, 3,000 miles the other way, and you can get a haircut at the barbershop. That's, this is not the Grinch. This is G Money with the Bernie Kosar signed shirt and the Super Bowl trophy in the back. King of the North, you know what it is. The North Pole, we were ready to rock. I'm giving five of these away. All you got to do is watch the show. So that means two of our viewers will get one after the panel gets one. Oh, I didn't know y'all <laughs> wanted <right>. one. <laughs> yeah. You got to speak hey, up. Is that like the, uh, the, the, the official Grinch? No, no, no. That's not the official Grinch. That's it's his a fake Grinch. That's his cousin. Grinch? No, no, G the Money. Grinch. Oh, G Money. G Money. Did you make changes to him so, so it's not like Yeah, so here's the way here, here's the way G Money rocks and rolls. His hair is a little different. He don't smile <laughs> and he comes out year round. The Grinch is only stingy on Christmas. G Money won his money every day. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Where can they get those? Uh, bushlinebeauty.com. Bushlinebeauty.com. Yeah. Uh, and avoid the fakes too, right? Cuz it's already being knocked it's, off. It's, it's already knocked off especially the guys from Pittsburgh stop TJ TJ why you got enough money why you always want to do they come I got a Grinch they come out with a Grinch bull hmm very interesting unacceptable they ripped you off ripping me off man but here we give away five of these we'll give man, away five did, did TJ take a shot to the jaw last night on the very Big first time. play yeah. of yeah. the game you it's funny not funny injuries aren't funny it's interesting how all of the Browns injuries that they've sustained during the year you can look around the league now, and other teams are starting to pile up those injuries to key players. It's that time. It's December. Yep. It's, it's that time of year. Busy show, our 90-minute show. We're going to dive into the matchup, of course. At 1230, as uh, Mikey Manangas likes to call it, never before seen Browns content from 1230 to 1 on WKYC. If you're not in the Cleveland market, WKYC Plus, or just go to WKYC.com, hit Watch Live. Mikey McNuggets, behind the glass, our first hello on this Friday to you. What's up, guys? It is a big Friday, big show, a lot to get into, and we're going to start after a quick word from FanDuel, because even though the weather's getting colder outside, the NFL offers on FanDuel stay red hot, and right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets (coughs) with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins any Moneyline bet. Forget the odds if you win. That's 150 bucks. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. 
So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, an official partner of the NFL. And of course, too many winning tickets to read just one. Congratulations to all of our many viewers who scored big on the Thursday night game last night. I, a big loser for me. I said that game would go under. Tyvis yeah. said it's going over all day. He was right. He was right. I like uh, the Patriots it, and they covered. Yeah. Well, they won. They were at under. Won outright. Yeah. It's not actually going to be cold the next couple of days. It's supposed to be almost 60 today and it's going to be 16 yeah. sunny tomorrow. And by the way, last night was the first night of Hanukkah. So to all who are celebrating, like Mikey McNuggets and I, are you going to celebrate, Mike? Uh, I'll call my parents when call they like parents. this weekend. Good. Yeah. Which of your parents is Jewish? I can't remember. My mom's Jewish. My dad's. That makes you Jewish. It goes yeah. by your mom. So anyway, happy Hanukkah to all those who celebrate. Wait, does it go by your dad? No, it goes by no, your mom. By your mom. That's it. I never knew that. That's I didn't know the religious gene was carried on from one parent or the other. <laughs> I had no. I had never heard of that. I Maybe in the Jewish faith it is. Yeah. That um, is. That's yeah. how it goes. Okay, very interesting. We know for sure who your mom is. You never know for sure who your dad is. <laughs> well, there are ways of finding out <laughs> well, who's your daddy. Call Maury Povich. That's Make true. Maury's Maury. <laughs> made a career you, out you of it. You know for sure out. who your mom is <laughs> yeah. all, at all times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to I've never heard it put that way, but that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, it's Mikey McNugget's favorite question. We ask it every Friday. Is yeah. this game on Sunday a must-win for the Browns? Definitely not, in my mind. Yeah. I mean, it's... Obviously, every game is big the rest of the way. Sure. First of all, it's 17 football games. You're battling for a playoff spot. With what happened last night, the Browns went from the seven seed in the East to the five. Yeah, and they didn't play. They didn't play because the Steelers lost. Oh. And not only did the Steelers drop, but the Browns then flipped, jumped over the Colts because the tiebreaker changed. Yes, there's no longer so, four teams. Tied. Right, now it's three, and that made a difference. But yeah. it could change again this week. Obviously, these things change a lot. Obviously, the Browns' playoff odds are much better if they win. Well, of course they're much better if they win. They're 7-5, and five, <laughs> battling for a playoff spot, and there's only uh, five games to go in the season. But no, the season's not over if they lose this game. Uh, Hell, because, the Steelers are still alive. There's of course a they are. Of course they are. Yeah. And, and so are the Bengals, and so are the Bills, Excellent. and so are the Broncos, who are 6-6. Yeah. and six. It gets harder. Every game you lose at this point makes it harder. But it's definitely not a must-win, but like every game the rest of the year, it's a would be big if you do. Jay? I couldn't understand last night why they kept saying it was a, like a gotta have it for the Steelers. I, I thought they overplayed that, too. Yeah. They, play, they used that story. Here's why they used it. They got to they gotta make watch. people watch. Yeah. It was literally yeah. the powerhouses of the NFL for a decade, going back a decade, right. against you know a team that is going for the number one overall pick. And it was a bad loss. A well, at it this was a point, bad loss, but yeah. I, I think Al Michaels kept driving that point home. The pregame show did as well. Yeah. They wanted to keep viewers around. This is like a playoff game for Pittsburgh. Does no, anybody, by the way, feel – I hate to say this because he's so great, but does anybody feel like Al Michaels has lost his fastball? I don't. I don't. I feel like he has. I think, I think he yeah. had a little, little snafu earlier this year. And then I've been listening to see if he, there's any decline. Um, I, he's got to be 80, right? He's. A, I know. I'm going to rephrase that. Not lost his fastball. Lost his interest a little. I feel like he's just not that into it. I a, wonder if it's because he's that's no what it longer feels like. the voice of the biggest game of the week. Yeah, I guess. That can, that can affect yeah. things. It can. 79. Yeah, 79 I mean, he's years still old. great. And, and it's funny I just feel like he's not that. as into it as he used to no, be. No, but last night, as I was watching the game, yeah. I actually was thinking to myself, this guy is the Vin Scully of the NFL. He is. I mean, he is. He's yeah. been the biggest voice for a network going back 40-plus years. It is crazy. And I still enjoy his calls very much. Is he what he was yeah. when he was Monday Night Football with John Madden? Probably not. But I still love listening to him, and I'd I mean, rather listen to yeah. him than anybody else. I, I mean, he's kind of like LeBron. He's still great at an old age. He may not be the best anymore, but he's still great at that's an fair. old age. I, I think he's just a little jaded. Uh, you know, yeah, that's what it feels ask like. Ask Jason Lloyd and know. Jay about you. You know, they'd be like, listen. Well, what are you seeing us before? You just dumped <laughs> him in with why, a 58-year-old. He's not happy about no, it. No, because <laughs> you, when you're close to it, See, you done been so close to it where it's like, oh, I just saw LeBron and I'm talking to him behind the scenes. It's kind of hard to get amped up about like things like regular season Pittsburgh, games. Pittsburgh, New England, week Pittsburgh, 13. New England. Yeah. Come on, this dude in the middle to the top of the mountain and back. You're like, yeah. yeah you know what I what do, The done. one thing that's it's interesting, I don't like that he tries to sneakily talk about the betting lines anymore. Remember how that was his thing? He yeah. would just yeah. like, it would be 27-13 and the, and the spread was 12 yeah. and they just kicked the field goal to make it 14. That is a big field goal, right. if you know what I mean. Yeah. Wink, yeah. wink, not, No need not. for that anymore. He still does that in almost every game. You, 
the NFL has embraced gambling. It's right. okay. Yeah, Al. Yeah, you yeah. can talk about right. spreads and all of that. It's Herb okay. Street is excellent as the analyst. He's, I think best in the business, college and really NFL. How, really does he have, how does he have a family? I, I, how <laughs> do you get jet G. It's called the private jet. This dude is he. I watch I watched the Saturday night best football game. Was no, Herb first you watch Saturday morning and he's in game one day. location at yep. game day and then right back. And then and then you do it Thursday. I don't understand. It. By the yeah. way, Belichick on game well, day this weekend. That's going to be I know it's the guest picker. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be fantastic. Herb Herbie fired back. up about yeah. that. To watch his high school, his son play high school football on Friday. So he goes to the Thursday night NFL game, back to Tennessee to watch his son play in his high right. school football game Fridays. Yep. To then two stops on Saturday, and it's the private jet life, G. It's yeah, at life. least the high school football is over now, so he yeah. doesn't have to mix in that Friday, but he's done it all season. The guy is a machine. How does he do it? I can tell you how he does it. On January 16th, he unplugs, with the exception of the draft, until late July. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. He's done. You don't, you don't even, he works nonstop for six months and then he doesn't No work interviews. At all for I'm not right. talking to a podcast. Leave me alone. No. I'm on a boat somewhere. That's right. I don't have to Can't him. find him. Good uh, life. Must win. Very good. No, I'm with Bull. It's not a must win. The one thing that's interesting about this, though, is maybe I'm alone in this. I kind of assumed the Jaguars were going to win the division. That's not a guarantee. It's no. not. And, not and so when we you talk about, about that yesterday. Yeah. Okay. So when you talk about tiebreakers now, all of a sudden, you know, you could win. You could lose this game and beat Houston. And it just it just changes. The the Jaguars and the Texans both have a weaker strength of schedule than even the Browns. And the Browns don't have a very hard schedule no. the rest of the way. And Houston and Jacksonville are both below them. So there's still a lot of fluctuation to go. And obviously the Browns still have Houston to play. So I've, it kind of feels like you got to win one of those, Jacksonville or Houston. But it doesn't necessarily have to be one or the other. No, but doesn't it seem yet. like the easier would be Jacksonville at home, at home without right. their with quarterback. The, with the beat sure. up, I think he's going to play. But I the, don't. Oh, I think he's going to play. I don't. I, I, I laughed so hard when I saw the video of him practicing we yesterday. We have an update from Doug Peterson, which we're going to get to in about five minutes. Yeah. So give yeah. Me that I mean, we'll that, is, that we'll is a great smokescreen by Doug Peterson. You're right. This division is not set. However, if they did lose to Jacksonville and beat Houston, then Jacksonville is going to win the division. Yeah. Jacksonville's got the tiebreakers. They're essentially up two games right now. Well, the t- they split the head-to-head. I was looking at this this morning. They split yeah. the head-to-head. Jacksonville has a one-game lead in the division. The uh, division, it gets confusing. It right. does. And but, like to Bull's point earlier, are there three teams tied? Are there right, four teams tied right. for the division? If it's just the two, it's easier to figure out. But it could be a three-way tie in that division. It could be. Indy's right there. Indy is right there. And, so, and the Browns hold the tiebreaker with them, obviously, if it becomes a wild-card situation. The Browns already hold the tiebreaker with Indy, and then Houston and Jacksonville still to come. It's a big game. This is yeah. a big game. The next no. two. Really. But it's not It's not must win. You got a must win? <laughs> is my name G. Bush? <laughs> <laughs> Am I the Duke and Eat Jerk? You must have forgot. I've been on Well, the last games. two weeks were must wins, and they lost. So how can this week be a oh, must this win? Oh, this, oh, so, this, oh, this is super must. Oh, this is super must. This is super duper. Wow. This, this right here? Thank there you are levels that. to must Thank wins. You. This is crazy. Like, this is a game, you, you know, you get sick sometimes and you wait to go to the doctor. But by the time you go to the doctor, they be like, hey, listen, bro. It's too late. It's too late, dog. <laughs> Do not get caught slipping. You got an opportunity to go to the doctor day two when your wife told you to. Yeah. You might want to go get that looked out. Yeah. Looked at, and then you be in there crying, looking around. Guess what? You can win this game with a no-name gangster at quarterback. Who's playing? Trevor Lawrence ain't playing. He tried to fool y'all. He fool. He tried yeah, to fool. I'm with you. He not playing. They got this other dude out here. If you you gotta beat this guy, he's a no a nobody. When you got him at home, the defense play better at home. If you get to eight and five, you ain't gotta worry about the rest of that stuff. Why? Listen, stack some wins, get to eight and five. And then you don't have the pressure of saying, well, I got to go play C.J. Stroud, and he's hot. 
or I got to go over here. The, 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 the football gods have given you another one. This should be a Cardinals game for you. This should be a game where the, the Bengals, when you caught Joe Burrow slipping, this should be a 49ers game. When, McCaff- when you're getting all these guys out, you got to get them now. Do you know how – actually, this is just the final thing. Think how much better you'll sleep on Sunday. Will you sleep better with a Browns loss or a win? Eight and five or seven and six. Well, you always head, sleep better when your win. head hits the pillow. Oh, you, I don't. Five, I don't agree with your six. Cardinal comparison, though. C.J. Beathard's played in the league. This is not a. The Cardinals were going and their with, team with a, in general is much is better, better than the Cardinals, yeah, yeah, yeah. even without Kyler Murray. I mean, the Browns are favored, but they were a huge favorite they were against the Cardinals. They were like a ten point favorite, weren't they? Not, uh, I think they were double digits, close to it. Plus, yeah. Christian Kirk's out. Yeah, I mean, they got multiple guys. You got to get this. I'm somewhere between you guys who I think are saying this is a game you really like to win, and you've got it super duper, which is like next level Super Bowl. You have to win. Um, For me, it's not. It just it falls just before, uh, just below a must win. It's a wow. We really, 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 really would love to get this win. Yes. So it must win means if you lose, you're eliminated. You're clearly not eliminated if the if you're the Browns. But there's a danger in playing the schedule game. Ask the Pittsburgh Steelers. Two weeks ago, they peeked ahead yep. and thought, wow, we got a three-week coast here. Yep. We got Arizona, and we've got New England. Facts. We're going to come into the bulk and heart of December with a slingshot. And they blinked, and now they're in the situation <laughs> that no one wants to be in. They no longer control their own destiny. They've got Their path to the playoffs got a lot more difficult. Here's what I'll say for the Browns. Uh, and I love the way you phrased it. Think about how you're going to go to bed Sunday night off of a Browns win or a Browns loss. You're always, as soon as the game ends, you immediately start thinking ahead. Yep. Houston at Houston with a, what we think will be a healthy, healthy C.J. Stroud, depending on what happens this weekend, is a much, much higher mountain to climb than Jacksonville in Cleveland mm-hmm. with C.J. Beathard. Yep. So go take care of business. Learn from what happened to Pittsburgh last night. Study that. Pittsburgh wishes this morning they had a mulligan. They had a do-over to take that game a little more seriously and to do their to do absolutely everything they could to make sure they yeah. got the victory. Well, in fairness, New England played very well. In the first half, they did. Yeah, well, I thought in the but second they had a half, big they, lead. Kept, they kept doing this. You guys want it? Yeah. You want it? Take it. And that happens and a lot like, to the Steelers. No, we're good. We're good. We don't want didn't it. do it. But I mean, Mitch Trubisky, I mean, they got their backup quarterback, too, and he's terrible. They do. Uh, yeah. So, it's... You know, not a must win. We can sit here Monday if they're seven and six, and we'll talk about how they get it done from here. There is a clear path to the playoffs. It's just going to mean they're going to have to win some games that might not be as winnable as they want them to be. And, and it's sneaky. Go ahead, Jason. No, I was just going to say, who would you rather have, Mitch Trubisky or P.J. Walker as your, as your backup quarterback? Mitch Dang. Trubisky. I would, too. <laughs> and, the, and the Browns are winning games with P.J. Walker. Well, but they're not. Yeah. Well, he's not playing anymore. I'd rather have. No, Fox. but they won I'm the biggest saying, game they, of the year they were winning game. Walker. They were winning games with yep. P.J. Walker. Yeah. The Steelers can't win with Mitch Trubisky. They can't beat the 2-10 Patriots. But the Steelers in the past have won games with crappy quarterbacks. They so. have. But and I'm, they've won them with Kenny Pickett. He stinks, too. I'm just trying to illustrate how incredible some of these Browns wins. Oh, absolutely. Sure. And, and I am, right I do proof. think, w- listen, on when, when when I woke up Monday morning, I was expecting the Browns to lose to Jacksonville. Today, I'm expecting the Browns to beat Jacksonville. I am too. And I I've mean, done the same thing. You know, I've completely switched on where yeah. I was. I didn't know how, first of all, I didn't know it was a high ankle sprain early. Yeah. Now that we know it's a high ankle sprain. Jace, I, I'm surprised that you think he's going. Are you getting some sort of intel from other reporters no, in Jacksonville? No, and, and I'm, when it happened, I thought, oh, Thursday night, there's no way he's going to be ready to play. But I, I don't think that they necessarily want him moving around, but I think he's going to give it a shot. Well, he didn't, we didn't see yesterday, in case you missed the video that came out of practice, we never saw him take a jog step. Yeah. We didn't. He stood still. He took two backpedal steps that were walks and threw footballs. That was it. And Doug Peterson yeah. was standing right there. And I think they had a little conversation at one point. And I think perhaps he said, okay, the camera crews got their video. Right. We'll get this uh, expedited onto Twitter so Cleveland sees it and thinks that you're going to play. But I didn't see him run. And and let's face it, uh, running is part of his game. Right. But in the end, in the end, I didn't, I don't, I'm with you guys. I don't think he's going to play either. But we know how it works. If you're a starting quarterback in the NFL and you tell the coach you can go and he's medically cleared, he's Tor- going to play. Toradol is a hell of a drug. Joe Burrow, thing, though, he- Joe Burrow should not have played the first month of the season. No. But he said, 
he wanted to go. So I know, and, and I he get couldn't that. run. And there's there's he couldn't players. Move. I think right now, Miles Garrett. Doctors are probably telling him, at least last week, just take a week. And Miles is Miles, right. and he's going to say, "No, I'm going to play." And but that's even if Lawrence plays, there's no way he's going to be at his best. No, I of hope he does not. play. We're going to talk about that later. Yeah. So would you rather have a healthy? Well, he's dinged up too with his shoulder. Would you rather yeah. have C.J. Beathard or a dinged up uh, Trevor Lawrence? Right. I think I would take the injured Trevor Lawrence, and we'll get into that later. But I, I just don't. I don't think there's a, the urgency for him to play. And you could set your season on fire if he plays and has a setback. We, I, I think it. we see it that way. I agree with you, but you know how the players are. They I, don't always I, no, see it I'm that way. I'm thinking Doug Peterson sees it I know. Way. We'll be interesting Doug's to smart. see. Doug's smart. He's It'll not, you know. Well, Doug just spoke do. to the media a second ago, and I'll tell you what he said after a quick reminder that FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. And as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay red hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. That is FanDuel.com slash UCSS. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL, an official partner of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. When Jacksonville head coach Doug Peterson was just speaking to the media about Trevor Lawrence, and this is what he had to say. He moved around a little bit in practice. He's optimistic for this weekend. He talked about Lawrence's history of playing after injury. said it is a true game-time decision based on how Lawrence's ankle feels on Sunday. Again, I'll just be, I'll be shocked if he plays. I think that Doug Peterson has done a terrific job of carrying out the play fake. You know, he's, he's done a great job of it, but that's what you want to do. You give your team, you give your opponent a strategic advantage if you announce when you don't have to Who's going to start a quarterback, particularly when they're two different styles? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I Now, if I had seen him running yesterday, and, and I think this, I think if he could run, he would have. Because you're trying, to, you're trying yeah. to convince the other team you're good. But at one point, there was a football thrown to him that was five feet to his left. And if you double time it, yeah. you catch the ball. And he didn't. He walked gingerly and couldn't reach the ball, and it yeah. dropped. Even, I just think that that was yeah, telling certainly to Certainly he's going to be banged up. I think he's going to go. I, okay. I, I would still, if I'm the Browns, I would, ra- I would rather face C.J. Beathard than a banged up Trevor Lawrence. You would? Of course. Yeah. Why do you think Jacksonville's trying so hard to get him, a, get him back out there? Yeah. He's yeah. a franchise I, guy. I've just seen in – I saw it earlier this year with my own eyes. I saw when you took away Joe Burrow's run set what he was. And he wasn't very good. And look, I, it's not because he can beat you with runs. He just becomes one-dimensional. The pocket becomes you can you can uh, you can attack the quarterback in a different manner. You don't have to worry that he's going to climb in the pocket and run away from you. Well, we saw this last year in the playoffs with Mahomes. He had a high ankle sprain, absolutely, and played through it and played the following week, and he was very limited. He was. He was very limited, but he played. But he's and, not Patrick Mahomes. Well, no, but I think it's the same type of thing. Now the Thursday matters. I think that. That's why I'm a little hesitant to say he's going to play, but I do think I think he's, now is he going to end the game? I don't know. Is he going to finish what the game? What do you mean the Thursday matters? But, well, it's Thursday instead of Sunday, coming off the short week. Oh, I week. see what you're saying, yeah. So yeah, I think saying. that really that they played Monday. Mon- played Monday. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Monday. yeah, 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 yeah. I, that's right. I didn't yeah. know what you're saying, but no, I'm, right. I'm still it's in still a short week. Yeah, yeah, short week. Yeah. But it, coming off a short week, even yeah. that extra day matters. Yeah, yeah. I think he's going to start the game. I don't know if he's going to finish the game. Maybe they knock him out. Maybe he realizes he can't do it. I mean, the best case scenario is Lawrence starts and he's so he's so bad with his injury they have to go to, that they, they have, have to, to, to yeah. switch. And that's yeah. possible. But I do think he's going to try. Yeah, yeah. I do they think better. He's play. To me, what is it, the what is the line? Three at, Browns are favored by three and a and half. And it moved almost three points. Boy, yeah. it started. Jacksonville yeah. oh. was favored to start. Okay, Jacksonville was favored by three. Doesn't Vegas always know? Okay, so it's moved six. I think. I think if 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 they said C.J. Beathard is definitely starting, I think it would move. Even, I think oh, it would move it a couple more points. Five. You do. If, I think so. If, if you're the five. defense, once you once it crosses the three point threshold and goes to three and a half, the movement happens quicker. If you're the defense, you well, shouldn't care. Moved you should almost a touchdown. Yeah. You shouldn't care about none of that. You, you, all that threes and, and whether what. If the Browns defense needs to get back to what they was doing before, if the Browns defense asks yourself this question, if this was the Browns week three, four, five, and you said, oh, Trevor Lawrence is playing and he's injured, what would you say? Oh, this is decent. Right. Duck. Yeah. 
They have not played that way. They have no. not attacked that way. No. And so they should not care whether or not it's him or the backup. And if it is him, yeah, he's but, a sitting duck, but and I will, you should come after him. You're right. And what I will say is the fact that it looks like Denzel Ward is trending towards playing this week, I think there's no excuse for Jim Schwartz not to be more aggressive with his blitzing because Denzel Ward can shut down whoever he's going against. I, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. It, it totally changes the way you attack yeah. if Ward is there or yes. not. We saw that the last two weeks. If you're Jim Schwartz, how have you prepared this week for the Jacksonville Jags? Bethard, because they're different, and you have sure. to you have to put in a different game plan. Are you preparing for the fact that it's Trevor Lawrence, or do you think that it's going to be C.J. Bethard? I think if I'm Jim Schwartz, I'm always going to prepare for the better quarterback. You know, even so, though they're different. Yeah, I, I am because you know it, it. It's not different like Lamar Jackson and Joe Flacco. It's not that big a difference, you know. Um, and I don't know. Is, can Beathard move? I don't even remember so if he's Tyus a guy. So played with Tyus said he can. And he said he can. He's not super prone to scrambling. He'll yeah. scramble if he has to. But he's not a statue. And Trevor That's Lawrence is not a did. huge runner. But certainly he uses his athletic he ability. He can run. He I can think definitely if you're, run. I think oh, yeah, if you're the Browns, you have to assume Trevor Lawrence is playing. I think Do you agree with that? I think it's easier to adjust to C.J. Beathard than to adjust. So I don't know. Don't, don't, don't ask their old defensive backs coach well, that. Don't ask true. Jeff Howard he'd, that. No. He'd rather have We were not prepared <laughs> for these backups, kids. We were not prepared Here's for the, the superstars to be out of the game. One way or another, the fact that we're spending so much time talking about it means that if it is a smokescreen, it's been successful. Because we're not sure, and neither are the Browns. And because they're not sure, they're wasting time this week in preparation, no matter what they're doing. Because they're likely putting in two different packages. I, I don't think there's two different packages. Trevor Lawrence can't run right now, so is he mobile? Who knows? That's true. It's the same as him. And by the way, when you got a good defense, it is what it is. You're going to run... You're trying to dictate to them what they are doing. Yeah, it's point. about it's about to be rainy, wet. It's very difficult for offenses to to cut, to move, to throw the football. But when you're attacking, you putting them behind the eight ball and figuring out what they can do. Especially when you got a guy, your quarterback has a, has a bad wheel and he doesn't know where where you're coming from. So my thing is, I'm going with the Randy Johnson plan. I got two pitches. Hit him. <laughs> no, I, I, I got the fastball and the slider, and it's coming. And you ask, you're just not going to be able to do that. I'm, you know what I'm bringing to the table. No, I agree with G. If you're the Browns' defense, you're preparing for Trevor Lawrence. Injuries happen in football games all the time, and yeah. guys leave, and you're preparing for the better guy. And then if that doesn't work, it's a lot easier to dial down than it yeah. is to go to, to go the other way. And I, I just think you you. You expect to see Trevor. You know he's going to be limited in his mobility. And from Jacksonville's standpoint, who are you getting ready? You know, we've talked about that before is when you're trying to get two guys ready, you don't get either one of them ready. And when you're fighting this injury like that, I think that they have some questions this week in terms of yeah. how are you splitting the reps at, at quarterback and, and how do you get Bethard ready when you're trying to see if your starter can go or not. There's no excuse to me for the Browns defense not playing well this week. Mm -mm. You have a team that has not run the ball well. They I have, think that's what they're going to do have, on Sunday. But they have not run it well. There's no. Well, I don't. I don't want to say they haven't run it well. Well, Etienne's averaging under four yards a carry. He is, so, but he's also, I think, first in total carries and fifth or sixth in yards. He's got 770 yards. I, again, but to say he hasn't run it well, I he hasn't. When you're averaging under four yards per carry, you're not running it well. But again, and this is this yeah. is Leroy made this point in the middle of the season. Yeah. Um, he said that oftentimes you can get bogged down in looking at the yards per carry number if you're running it as much as they're running it. He's leading the league in carries, I think. He was when I looked last. He's third. Third. He's third now. If you're third in the league in carries, that means they've been doing it consistently. And the fact that I think he's fifth or sixth in yards. He's sixth in yards, third in carries. Means that it's been successful for I, them. I don't agree with that. We could. Well, we you're could, looking at the yards yeah. per metric. Uh, well, he's not efficient that. with his running. That means you're not good. I mean. I mean, if, if I don't know if he's sixth in the league. I'm not going to put it this way. Yeah. I think the mistake they could make is to think what you're thinking. Oh, he's not going to hurt us. I still think this nobody guy's a good ever runner. thinks that way. Nobody what? ever thinks that way, Jay. But I'm saying the Jaguars don't have an efficient running game, and so there's no excuse for the Browns not to be able to shut it down. None. Well, I, I just think careful with that. And, and also, the Jags reporter, when he was in earlier this week, said yeah. to, to Etienne's credit, he has been dinged. But he has had games this year where he's run very well. The bottom line is so. fact is they haven't been efficient running the ball. 
And so the Browns need to shut it down. Simple well, as that. I don't want to hear any excuses. My, you know, my, my position coach was Eric Washington. He's the assistant head coach for the Bills now, right? And one of the things that he always told us is, look, it, it's your job to stop the run. The guys up front, y'all yeah. stop the run. It ain't about Denzel Ward or the safeties. You guys stop the run up front. Let's <coughs> go. And if you got the quarterback in Trevor Lawrence not being ready to play, or you got a backup, you know, to Jay's point, what they're going to try yeah, to do. They're going to want to run. The Browns they're going to want to run. Yeah. And it is up to the front four to get it done. Simple as that. That's yeah. it. They've got to stop it. Tim, Tim's ready. Yeah, we're going to bring Tim Couch in, but a quick reminder that at the end of the Browns-Jaguars game on Sunday, we'll have a post-game show as always. Starts with a two-minute warning. It's myself, G. Bush, Earl the Pearl, and Anthony kicking it with you guys. Analysis, a party if they win, a little therapy if they lose. Make sure y'all tune in starting at the two-minute warning. It's been a while since we've had Tim Couch in, but Tim is joining us again. And Tim, it's never a quiet quarterback carousel here in Cleveland. No, never. And, uh, you know, I was uh, certainly extremely press, impressed with uh, with Joe last week, uh, you know, coming, being in, uh, being in the building for only a couple of weeks and coming out and playing the way he did, especially, you know, in that first half. I thought he played some great football and excited to see what he can do this week. Tim, Bernie was here yesterday, and I have known Bernie a very long time. I've never seen him as excited and as enthused as he was about Joe Flacco's quarterback play specifically and later in our three uh, our channel three show at 1230 he's going to break down the tape of that skinny post that he threw to Amari in the first yeah. quarter that even in real time in the moment I was marveling at it talk about right. the difficulty of that throw and the fact that he was able to do that two weeks off the couch with guys who he didn't know from Adam two weeks ago that's something that players quarterbacks and receivers that play together for years can't make, make look that easy uh, that's exactly right, Jay. I mean, that's one of those throws that, you know, you want a whole training camp to get familiar with guys, the way they come out of that break and the timing that's involved in that throw. And I, I agree with Bernie. You know, I think when I was watching that game live, I was like, damn. I mean, that, that looks like a guy that's, that, that feels real comfortable in this system. When you can anticipate a skinny post like that, and drop back and throw it with uh, with that type of confidence and that type of um, uh, timing. That it's I think it's it's super impressive. Obviously, Joe has been a great player in this league for a long time. But you know, still when you're when you've been on a roster for two weeks, you barely even know these guys' names, much less how they come out of the routes and the timing it takes to throw those. Uh, it, it was super impressive, and Joe did a lot of things uh, in that game that I was impressed with. Just managing managing the offense, getting in and out of the huddle, uh, going to the right spot with the football, throwing the football on time, throwing the ball accurately. Uh, I, I was super impressed. I thought I thought it was a great performance by him. You know, Tim. Listen, I, I was watching it, and I, I thought he was going to play well. I didn't think he was going to play that well. Uh, it kind of remind me if you go walking around in a grocery store, you see an older lady, and you be like, "Wow, she is insane." She's really doing her thing. Thumbs up. I like you. Don't do your thing. You know, but you know, Tim, I'm telling you what, <laughs> there's something to be said for a quarterback who does not have that rookie stuff you got to worry about. You don't got to worry about the, am I going to be fooled on this coverage or where's my second progression? Or I, I just even love the fact that except for the one turnover, he threw the ball away and it was a quick throw away too. You can win with that type of game plan. And I thought Stefanski was kind of comfortable calling that plan. Did you see that uh, just the levels between him and the other rookie guys in, in his progression? Yeah, you know, I totally agree with that. You know, I think, you know, when I watched Joe in that game, you know, I just thought back of like, this is why Joe did his whole career in Baltimore. You know, he, he relied on a great defense. They told him not to turn the football over. Let's run the ball, throw it off a of play action, get us some big plays down the field. And that's exactly what he looked like, um, you know, playing for the Browns. And it's kind of the same philosophy. You know, we've got a great defense here. Let's not put them in a bad position. Let's get some first downs. Let's move the ball, put points on the board when they're available. And I think Joe's the perfect guy for that. You know, he's done it a long time in this league that way. He knows how to manage a football game for you. And you're exactly right. He threw the ball away when it needed to be thrown away. Uh, he didn't take negative plays, didn't take sacks. Uh, it, was, it was a great performance, man. I, I'm really excited to see what he can do this week. Tim, how do you how do you think he's feeling physically about to turn thirty nine? Hadn't taken any hits for eleven months, and now he took hits for the first time. How, what do you think that's like for him? I, I'm sure he's a little sore, but uh, but also excited. You know, I think when you've been out of the game uh, for you know about a year, like Joe had been uh, before he got to play last week, 
you know, I think obviously you're sore and you're a little beat up, uh, but you're also encouraged and excited about, man, I, I'm back in it. You know, this feels great. Uh, I want to do it again. And, uh, you know, that's just the mindset of a quarterback. And, you know, he had a lot of success last week, and I'm sure he feels like he can go out and build on that uh, with, with another week to prepare as a starter. So, uh, you know, I'm excited to see where they take this offense with him uh, him behind center uh, right now with, uh, you know, with, with, with what he brings to the table and what they can do with him. You know, I think the Stefanski has a lot of trust in Joe and uh, calling plays and coming up with a game plan and understanding what Joe brings uh, – brings to the table and uh, what, what Joe can do. And, uh, you know, you can trust him with the football. You can, uh, you know, you can call some plays that you wouldn't call with a rookie quarterback, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's great to see. I'm glad Joe's getting another opportunity in the league. And, uh, you know, he's great for the Browns right now. Why did it take so long for them to do that? I know you're not a front office guy. You, you can't say specifically why, but I'm just curious why it's December and he was still available. Yeah, that's a good question because obviously the arm arm is still there. You know, when you watch him throw the ball, you're like, geez, I mean, he looks as good as anybody when the ball comes out of his hand. Uh, you know, I, I guess it's just kind of an age thing maybe. You know, maybe he's, you know, teams just say maybe he's a little too old or whatever. But I think, you know, obviously, you know, when I saw him, uh, when I first saw him in the, when he came out for the first drive against uh, against the Rams, I was like, this guy's got some football left. You know, I don't know, you know, obviously I don't know if he can go a whole season for you, but, you know, to go out and play a few games, um, you know, he, he can definitely do it. The ball still jumps out of his hand. He's got uh, elite arm strength. Uh, he sees the field well. Obviously, he's a very intelligent guy. He's been in this league a long time. He's seen everything. Uh, he takes care of the football. So, you know, I don't know. I, I, the only, only thing that would come to my mind is that he's, you know, 39 years old. But, uh, but the guy's still got some juice for sure. Tim, have you ever had a high ankle sprain? Yeah, uh, in basketball. Uh, ne- never in football. I didn't deal with it, but I-, I dealt with it several times in basketball and just in high school or whatever. But it- it's, uh, you know, I, th- I think those injuries have they've come a long way. The way they can treat guys and get them back on the field quickly, um, you know. So used to, you know, was you're out for you know several weeks, and now we see guys coming back much quicker. But uh, you know, they're 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 terrible to deal with. They're hard to get rid of. They're kind of a lingering thing. They're easy to re-injure. Uh, as well, so uh, yeah, just uh, n- never had to deal with it in football, but uh, but basketball, it was, it was certainly hard to come back from. Now you mentioned they're easy to re-injure. If you're the Jags and you're a game up on two teams in your division, but you run the risk of falling to even with them with the loss this week, are you playing the short game and and putting him out there, Trevor Lawrence, or are you more inclined to play the long game? and let him use this week as a chance to heal uh, and, and get some time and then see what he has. Yeah, I, I would probably lean more towards, uh, you know, playing the long game. Uh, you know, just from what I only seen the, just a couple of clips of, of him out in, of Trevor in practice, and it didn't look very good to me. You know, he looked pretty ginger on his ankle. Uh, you know, with a pass rush like like Cleveland has, you got a guy like Miles Garrett who can, you know, get after the quarterback. You don't want your quarterback to be sitting duck in the pocket where he's, you know, you can put the braces on it, tape him up, and but if he's just standing there, you know, Miles and those guys are going to have a field day against him if he can't move. So, um, you know, I, I would probably sit him if it, if it were me. If I were Doug Peterson, I would say let's let's play the long game here. Let's get him healthy. Let's give him an extra week and uh, try to make a run. You know, and finish the season strong. But uh, th- this would be a tough game to throw him back out there if he's not capable of moving around a little bit. Tim Miles Garrett played last week coming off the shoulder injury, but it was his least productive game maybe ever. I mean, he seemed like a non-factor out there. And this is a guy we know how good he is. Uh, how concerned are you? Like, do you think, okay, now it's another week, maybe he'll be a lot better, or should we be concerned that, that he's going to be subpar the rest of the year? Yeah, you know, I'm a little concerned because, you know, I don't, I, I guess, I, I think we haven't, we, I don't think we've had a sack in the last two weeks, um, you know, and, and that's concerning considering who we have up front. You know, this defense is built, uh, you know, for the, for the, uh, to, to rush four guys and play coverage, and you're, you're relying on those four guys to get pressure on the quarterback, and, you know, Miles is obviously banged up and didn't have a great game last week. Zadarius is getting pressure on the quarterback, but he's not getting a lot of sacks. So th- those guys are going to have to get home. You know, early in the season, they were getting home. They were, Miles was getting a ton of sacks early in the season. Um, you know, so they're, they're going to have to find a way to get pressure on the quarterback again because the last couple of weeks, it's been a struggle. And, uh, you know, that's why they've, uh, they've given up quite a few points over the last few weeks as well. You know, Tim, you know, when you talk about, you know, bringing pressure and getting pressure, you know, the Browns are – I think in the bottom half of the league in terms of bringing uh, five or six man pressures. Um, do you think that, you know, they're going to have to cook that up a little bit? And when you're playing a, a, a you know, if, if Trevor Lawrence doesn't play and they're playing the backup, 
do you want to sit back in coverage and confuse them, or do you want to put the pressure on and go after them? Yeah, you know, I, I think that's a great question. I think, um, you know, with the way these guys have struggled to get to the quarterback over the last couple of weeks, you probably do want to come up with some ways to, you know, kind of get some pressure, you know, start bringing some of those nickel blitzes and things like that. Uh, as far as, you know, the if it's the backup quarterback in there, I think you mix things up on him. You know, I think, um, you know, you, you roll coverages late uh, on him, at, you know, post-snap. You show him one look, give him another. I think you do bring some pressure on him uh, at times. Uh, you know, but, so I think, it, I think it'll be a game plan where it's a nice mixture of, you know, pressure and coverage and, you know, not just doing, not just saying we're just going to come after him every play. I think you want to show him a little bit of both and try to confuse him because, you know, it's not like a guy that's, uh, you know, played a lot of football that, uh, you know, you have to worry about, uh, you know, getting getting where you're supposed to be and, and, and disguising late and those kind of things. You can show these coverages late and roll and, and show him a blitz one way. Hopefully he sets protection that way and then bring it the other uh, other, other side on post snap. So there, there's a lot of things you can do to confuse the young quarterback. I'm sure we'll see a little bit of both. Hey, Tim, we've talked this week about how both head coaches are sort of playing quarterback games with the media in terms of not being very specific as to exactly who it's going to be. We've seen it for years in the NFL. I'm wondering if you have a story where you were a part of those quarterback coach games where maybe you were going to play, but your head coach wanted to send smoke signals that you weren't or the other way around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I have been, you know, I had, uh, you know, some elbow injuries, I think, you know, in, uh, in Cleveland early on, um, you know, first few years and there, there was some of those, some of those going on like, yeah, I think he's going to play. And, you know, I knew I wasn't going to play. And I, I know it definitely happened in college one time, my, my freshman year, they, uh, you know, I, was, I had, a, had an elbow injury and they, they said I was going to start, I think it was against Alabama or somebody like that. And I knew the whole week that, you know, I wasn't going to be in the game. So, you know, I, th- I think coaches do that quite a bit because, you know, c- certainly in college, the style that we were playing, I was more of a drop back guy. Uh, the other quarterback, uh, Billy Jack Haskins, was a, was an option guy. So it was two different styles that the right. teams had to prepare for. So they, they certainly used that against, uh, you know, it didn't help us at all. Alabama still beat us to death. But, you know, I think coaches <laughs> still, play, still play that game a little bit. One of the things that came to mind for me yesterday, and maybe I'm just giving Doug Peterson too much credit, but we know that cameras are allowed in for the first 10-15 minutes at most in most NFL cities. And right. it crossed my mind, what if Trevor Lawrence actually is much better than we think? And he is running yep. around. And Peterson wants to make Cleveland think that he's not going to play when he actually mm, is. So he go. tells him, listen, when the cameras are out here for the first 10 minutes, don't run. Act like you can't move. Be ginger on that leg. Send the signal that you're not going to play. And then when we kick the cameras out, the guy starts running all over the field. Who knows? Maybe I'm giving Peterson too much credit. But that's a possibility, too. It's definitely a possibility. Doug's been in this league a long time. He knows all the games to play with the media. Uh, You know, so I'm not saying he's doing that, but it's it's certainly a possibility. You know, Trevor's Trevor's injury looked pretty bad, you know, um, know, on on that game. Uh, against uh, against Pittsburgh, it was you know he was he looked like he was in a lot of pain. So I would be shocked if if they're doing that just considering the way he came off the field. Uh, but but you never know. Like you said, it's uh, it's the NFL. Teams love to play games with guys and play games with the media. So so we'll see. That's some high level, Jason. That's Jedi <laughs> Jay right here. Right? Mind tricks is so high, Jay. Hey, you never know. You never, you never know. know. I want to go back never to Flacco. I want to go back to Flacco for a minute. How how sustainable? Do you think this is, I was joking last week about the old Toby Keith song. I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm as good once right. as I ever was. When you look at, and, and listen, Joe played far better than I thought he would. But when you look at the, the, the totality of the numbers, he only completed 50% of his passes. So it's not like he had this high level elite game with 350 yards and he had the terrible interception. There were a lot of drops. At the end. He did have some drops. Yeah. But over, and it, it was a good game. But I'm wondering if it was a good game because the Browns quarterback play has been so atrocious all year that it was the first ray of light and everyone was like, oh my God, finally. Or is there another gear to this? Because, and I know this is getting long-winded, but I go back and look at like Josh Dobbs who played really well at the start with Minnesota and then he fell off a cliff. Now he hasn't played nearly as much as Flacco, obviously. And so Joe's seen everything. There's all the tape out there. I'm just wondering in totality, was it as good as we think it was? Is there another gear to this? Is this sustainable given his age and, and given his experience? 
You know, I, I think it's sustainable, uh, you know, for, for the rest of this season, you know, I think because this this is a team that's not going to ask Joe to do a whole lot, you know, and I think, you know, if you're if you're asking him to go out and, and kind of build the offense around him, I think that's probably not going to be sustainable uh, to make him drop back and throw it uh, a ton every game. But this this team wants to rely on, you know, running the football, you know, timely timely completions, getting the ball off play action, taking uh, taking chunks down the field. Uh, and they're playing great defense. So I, I think Joe can do that. You know, as long as he can stay healthy, you know, obviously he's not going to be back there moving around a lot, creating plays with his legs and things like that. So you got to protect him. You know, that, that that is priority number one with a guy who's 39 years old and, and uh, you know, a pocket passer. So you're going to have to keep him upright, uh, keep a clean pocket for him. And, and as long as they can do that, you know, I think Joe can, can, sit in there, can sit in there and sit in the pocket and make the throws necessary to win football games. And, you know, I think more, more importantly, Joe's not going to do anything to lose the game. You know, he, he's yep. a veteran. He's not going to go – turn the ball over a bunch of times. Uh, you can trust him in games on the road. You can trust him at home. Uh, you know, can build. Uh, you know, you can trust him to throw the ball in, in tough situations. And uh, you know, he's, he's going to make. He's going to go to the right spot with the football. And I think that's the best thing that Joe brings to the table. Tim, here's the most important question of the day. Uh, we're in a wrestling ring. It's you, Kelly Holcomb, Bernie Kosar, Brian Sype, Johnny Manziel, <laughs> and Brandon Whedon in a battle royale. Oh, who is getting out of that ring? Who is the winner of the Battle Royale? Would you take them all down? Of oh, there's no question I'm winning that one. Wait a second. Hold on, hold on. See, if Bad they're job, smart, Andrew. they will team up on you early. Still no chance. Five against one and throw your ass out. Brian Sykes, 70. It. <laughs> Johnny Manziel is drunk. Hey, Jay, let's throw Otto Graham in there, too. Make it six on one. Yeah. Throw Otto Graham in. Did Otto you Graham's have Bernie dead. in the ring? I had Bernie in there. Is he using the spray or not? <laughs> no. His pain relief. Bernie with the spray. <laughs> While we have Tim. Tim, are you winning? Even if of five of them. he's winning. Even if five of them attack you at the same Next time. Next question. <laughs> I like my chances. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm with I'm you, gonna Tim. Be, I'm gonna be Bernie is tagging enough. himself and saying, you matter and walking out. <laughs> Go ahead, Jim. I'm going. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I no caught Dex, bro. I caught Kelly's interview. I wasn't in no the day you guys. Text, bro, that's right. <laughs> I wasn't in the day you guys had Kelly on, but yeah. didn't he have something we were supposed to ask? Yes, right. Yes, he called. What was it? He had a name oh, for Tim. Yeah, I texted Tim about this. Uh, let me pull. I forget what it yeah. was. But Tim said he never heard this before. Yeah, he played. He played dumb on it. He never I heard can't it. remember. Okay, so yeah, he, he called him Marvel Mouth. And Tim's answer in text was, ha ha, that's a new one. I've never heard that before in my life. So, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I think he, because he texted me after that. I was like, I was like, I don't know what in the hell you're talking about. He, he, said, he, used to call me, <laughs> he said he used to call me that because when I first came to, to Cleveland, I had a really thick, like, southern accent. And he was like, man, you sound like you got marbles in your mouth. Nobody can understand what in the hell you're saying. So. <laughs> okay. Tim, I, I have so to, I to say. I have to that up a little bit. I, yeah. I do have to say that you, you've lost your accent, clearly. I mean, I it's, it's yeah. washed out a lot. Yeah. But when I was covering you when you were in the eighth grade, and I had moved from Ohio to, your, to 10 minutes from your hometown, when I moved down right. there, I thought I moved to another country. I couldn't understand what the I hell the anybody down there was Jay. saying. It was so It's a whole feeling. different language, isn't it? It really yeah. is, but you've, yours is really washed out now. I can understand everything you say now, but... All right, so now we have context to the Marble Mouth thing. There you go. Yeah, man. Awesome, Thanks, Tim. Tim, Thank great you seeing always. you, man. And we'll, and we'll catch you All right, week. appreciate it, guys. Later. Have a great weekend. I, I, I think the five of them are throwing Tim out. Not a chance. No five, chance. It's a five-on-one. They can Who all the fight him at the same Who? time. He's winning. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Brandon Whedon. Out he's young. He's out of here. Johnny Manziel Brandon might have young. That. He was old when we drafted him. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's 35, dog. Johnny Manziel's got that Manziel's, cocaine strength. Manziel's drunk. He's yeah, he's not showing he's up. Cocaine strength. He's gonna he's gonna say, Oh, I thought that was tomorrow. You know weed is legal now. He's posted. He's not touching nobody. Yeah, I mean it would be it would I think he would do it in under thirty seconds. Easy. All first, five of them. No, here's how it goes. First yeah. punch, Brian Sype, he's seventy. Boom. <laughs> Flat. Okay, he's out.
<laughs> Next punch. That's why I asked you, does, is it Bernie with the elbow spray or without? With elbow if spray. If he does have the pain relief, it might yeah. take two hits before Bernie's out. So there's three <laughs> hits, five seconds. They're both on the floor. Now Tony Holcomb doesn't seem like he's in great shape. <laughs> what you mean? No, we <laughs> saw him. We saw him. He doesn't. We asked him, could could you come back? And he laughed yeah. at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, the, 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 the angle might be to get catch Tim in the back. If you get him in the back, that's what I'm saying. Hit him with a chair. If, you hit him, if he takes a chair shot, <laughs> it's wrestling for crying out loud. Hey, I, I know how we can equal this. We can even this out. <coughs> Give him all knives. <laughs> oh my God, Mikey McMurder. <laughs> Mike what if murder. we added Deshaun Kaiser in the mix? <laughs> hey, man, you might He's be He's still on. winning. You <laughs> might Charlie be. Fry. He stabbed me, the wrong team. Let you me find out. What about Brady Tuesday. Quinn? Brady Quinn was kind but of you know, you physically clip, fit. Brady Quinn, he's also a high-level douche, so that might help in this situation. Hey. <laughs> and let me find out McNuggets is a criminal mind. You might be an unsub. You, yeah, really. You, you, right. guys, you guys weren't here yesterday. Was it yesterday you did that with Joe Thomas? No, it was Tuesday. Tuesday. You weren't here. Joe Thomas no, was, I was on. Here. Yeah, you were here. <laughs> but for you guys, uh, he said, hey, listen, I've got a way to stop the tush push. Uh, tush push. In fact, I even ta- told Jay Gruden this, and he really liked the idea, and that really piqued Joe's interest. Joe's yeah. like, no kidding. W- well, what is it? And he goes, you just give the defensive tackle a knife. And Joe <laughs> lost it. Joe, was, Joe needed a control-alt-delete. Yeah. Smelling salts. He was out of Nick for a minute. Hey man. And and, yeah. and the best line of all of that was who called you Earl. Mikey McMurder? Earl. Earl. Earl called him Mikey McMurder. <laughs> if you guys bro. missed it, the interview with Joe Thomas is on our YouTube page. I highly recommend. Go it. look at it. it. it was Not great. only because Joe's awesome, but making Joe laugh like that and Earl's line was uh, was priceless. We're gonna do our top ten players for Sunday draft. And today, that's brought to us by our dear friends over at FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, NFL offers stay red hot on FanDuel. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com UCSS to kick off the NFL season. That is FanDuel.com UCSS. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL, an official partner of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.